Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello. You'll notice that the theme tune has gone to the old theme tune because of stupid copyright reasons. So, enjoy. It's Back to the Future. Shame. 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 All right, Treacle. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Hello, this is Andrew, the Hinkley Gooner. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I'm recording this the day after um, the uh, fantastic win we had in the uh, Europa League yesterday versus Standard the Age. Um, I put a tweet out about um, just to basically give some respect to Mustafi after all of the criticism he's had. I just put a mess- message out yesterday saying Mustafi is the absolute proof that time away from the team and spotlight can be hugely beneficial. He was excellent last night. The long dive from the ball to Tierney for the first goal was absolutely fantastic. If he had to play in the first team again, I'd have no issues with it on the form that he's showing. <clears throat> I just wanted to re- and respect him basically for all the crap that he got he put up with, going through all of the threats and death threats and the vile abuse he got on Twitter, having to disable the comments, um, all the messages he got to his family. I just thought that it shows a lot of mental strength for him to come back from that. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to pay tribute to it really because uh, he didn't really put a foot wrong and he hasn't put a foot wrong in the three appearances he's had, in two in the Europa League, one in the um, League Cup and all three have been um, clean sheets. I know that you have to take into account the opposition, but he still kept clean sheets and still put in some good performances. So it's uh, worth remembering that. And um, I had a lot of responses um, from people saying, you know, that <coughs> agreeing with me, which is good, um, but also just reminding everyone of mistakes that he's been making and posting videos of all the mistakes he made last year well that was last year and this is now you know you just got to be fair to to people and also i, I put a uh, sort of a added on to that tweet that i put about um having a bit of time away from the team and so suggested as well potentially that maybe Pepe might benefit from that because he is obviously struggling a little bit with um, form at the moment and settling into the UK Um, I have to admit when I actually wrote that I forgot that you know after the next game that we've got coming up then we've got the international break so that's going to do in the world of good so we wouldn't need to 
potentially sort of take him out of the limelight just for a, a little while anyway. Um, but I'm 100% behind uh, Nicholas Pepe. I started the uh, hashtag, hashtag back Pepe, um, because I'm just worried that all of the fans are going to start turning against him and not give him any time to settle and just brand him a waste of money um, far too early. And I just really don't want that to happen because everyone can see the amount of quality that he's got. So he did well, I think, in the small cameo that you had yesterday in, in the um, Europa League. Uh, showed, again, enough signs. But he, he definitely showed in that match as well that he's almost trying too hard and he's been too desperate to score a goal. Um, so yeah, that's what made me think really that maybe just uh, giving him a, a bit of a rest might be beneficial, and it would also be beneficial to give Martinelli a bit of a shot in the first team as well, because my goodness, what a player that we could have on our hands there! He's showing so much uh, promise. I know I've been going on and on and on about Martinelli since pre-season when I first saw him there playing against um, Fiorentina. And, um, yeah, he's just sort of basically shot into my conscious immediately after that match. And um, I'm just so happy that he's um, performing for the first team in the Europa League. The two games that he's played, four goals. On top of that, um, assists as well. And his work off the ball and his, his heading ability, great with both feet. But those uh, the headers that he scored so far, wow, they're um, absolutely amazing. So the way that he's peeled away from uh, the markers in the box as well and finding the space and uh, bringing others into play. He's worked great. He's literally tracked his man right the way back down to the other end of our, the pitch, right towards uh, our box as well yesterday. So, yeah, he seems to have really got it all and I really hope that he gets some playing time in the Premier League as well as the Cups because as I keep saying if you're good enough you're old enough so yeah I really think that he should uh, deserve a place in the team at the moment as well Willock he's the answer to the midfield basically um, Gwendozi is self-explanatory he's definitely worked his way into the team every week and the missing ingredient that we've been having is Joe Willock. And we need to move on from Granite Jacker and put Joe Willock in the team. What he showed yesterday, once again, is his ability to carry the ball from the midfield all the way to the uh, opposition box. Also working back, um, helping out with the defence and helping screen the defence. But in my opinion, at the moment, definitely got to be Willock and Gwenduzi sitting a bit deeper um, with Ceballos a bit further ahead because he had a, another brilliant game yesterday, Danny Ceballos, reminding us all how good he is. Um, his performance yesterday, equally just as good, if not better than the performance he had against Burnley, in my opinion. Um, just so confident on the ball, progressing the ball down the pitch, um, he can also pick the ball up from defence and carry it forward. In fact, um, I do believe that he could be um, also good for a, a Xhaka replacement 
and move Grandusi a bit further forward even. Either of those two can play that role in my opinion and um, progress the ball further up the field a lot quicker and with more sort of conviction than, um, than we're doing in the Premier League. And as soon as we play Xhaka in the team, it slows us right down. We've got massive gaps in the midfield. Take him out the team, lo and behold, it's all gone and we play fantastic attacking football. So, um, yeah, that's definitely the main thing that Unai Emery has got to do. Fess up and just basically take Xhaka out of the team and we'll benefit massively, absolutely massively. If that was the case against United last weekend, we would have won that match. Now, I haven't actually done a podcast since... um, the United match either. It was just so depressing. It was one of those boring matches. Um, nothing like the matches of old, of course. The Man United were there for the taking. They offered nothing, really. It was basically a long ball team, same as Tottenham were earlier on in the season. Then if we'd have just played the same, similar sort of way, the same sort of confidence as we played in the Europa League yesterday, then we would have easily won that match. And like I said, it's very simple to me. We need to take Xhaka out of the team, put some more youthful energy and exuberance in the team. And uh, we see the difference it made yesterday. Um, the defence in the Premier League as well, I would absolutely love to see Chambers and Holding partner in central defence because they've played together in the Euro- England under-21s, they've known each other for years, um, and they really will complement each other in the first team. And then that leads me on to the, the full-backs, how great it was to see them play yesterday. Bellerin and Tierney. Tierney, what a great, great player. I absolutely love him already. The perform- performance yesterday, obviously, being um, you know his first or second start just so rewarding to watch him <coughs> excuse me and um, he's only going to get better the more more fitness he gets what a dimension he adds to the left side of the pitch he's crossing fine he actually crosses to a person rather than just ha- having his head down and booting it across the floor like class snatch has been doing and not be- beating the first man he's finding the man with his crosses and he's tracking back winning the ball I lost count of the amount of times he won the ball back for us yesterday um, really really impressive and the way he defended Martinelli Martinelli actually got spat at no one's mentioned it in the media very few people have mentioned it on on Twitter I definitely saw the guy lean over him whilst after he'd fouled Martinelli and spit at him absolutely disgusting um, and I hope that, um, you know, the guy gets done because I, I, t- I tweeted UEFA and the two clubs involved, Arsenal and obviously Standard Liège and um, made a point of sort of, of saying that I saw what had happened. And I just hope that, um, you know, the it, something does get done um, because we, I just it's one of the worst things you could do. Such a disrespectful thing to do um, on the pitch so yeah really didn't uh, didn't like that at all but uh, Bellerin was fantastic as well I think basically the whole team 
were brilliant yesterday. Um, apart, well, I say apart from he wasn't bad, but Torreira is a concern for me at the moment. There's something not quite right with him. Um, he's not the same player that he was last season, well, at the beginning of last season, anyway. We had all the rumours in the in the summer about him um, wanting to leave, and I don't know whether there's anything to do with that. But he has been played out of position, as we know. Whether he's got the ump a little bit with the manager because of that playing out out of position, he's not enjoying it. I don't know, but there's something not quite right there with him at the moment. So we'll have to wait and see, I suppose. Right, I'm going to take a short break. We'll be back just in just a moment. Welcome back. So, just like to, before I forget as well, pay tribute to, um, well, let's have a listen to this. Thanks, Ozzy. Uh, yeah, the fantastic performance by Dottingham Hotspurs um, against Bayern Munich. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible and, you know, big up to Serge. Serge Gnabry, what a performance. And um, it was just absolutely hilarious to see them uh, capitulate like that after all the abuse we've had for losing 5-1 to Bayern Munich. And they go and lose in the biggest fashion that any British team has ever suffered in the European Cup um, or European competition at home. So yeah, they're record breakers, and um, I, for one, am extremely happy about that. So back to uh, the proper team in North London, of course, Arsenal. I was really, really chuffed for Reese Nelson. Um, I thought he had a fantastic performance yesterday um, against Standard Liège. Um, wish he could have capped it off with a goal. He's been getting an awful lot of stick um, lately, and. Yeah, a lot of people have also been saying that he's well behind now with regards to Bukayo Saka being ahead of him. And, you know, it might be the case on current form, and I you know, I do agree with that, but you've got to give the guy some credit as well because he's actually scored two goals in his four appearances for the team this season. Um, one of them, unfortunately, didn't count. He got chalked off for offside by... Nacho Monreal, nothing to do with him. He actually uh, finished the, sh- the shot against Burnley exceptionally well. And if that had gone in, that could have been, you know, different um, Reese Nelson this season. He could have captured his form an awful lot quicker. But um, it weren't to be through no fault of his own. Um, and I thought he had a fantastic game yesterday. He looked a lot more confident, with a lot more pace about him, a lot more decisiveness, um, created an awful lot of chances. So I was very, very pleased um, with with his performance. Um, I was very surprised that um, Guendouzi and Albamian came on yesterday. Um, I was wondering whether they saw how well we were playing I just wanted to be part of it and whether they, you know, maybe mentioned to the gaffer that they wanted to come on. Maybe Aubameyang thought he might be able to score a goal. 
Um, he's obviously in amazing form at the moment. One of the world's best strikers at the moment, Aubameyang. And um, when you're in good form like that, you should probably be on the pitch. And I'm wondering whether that's um, the case, whether he actually asked the manager to come on. I don't know. I can't think of many other reasons that he would have been brought on with just 10 minutes to go. I know Guendouzi came on um, a bit before that, but not much before that. And uh, I just thought it was a bit of a strange thing to do, really, um, by the manager, just in case anything did happen to them, because we've got the game coming up against um, Bournemouth at the weekend. So, yeah, we'll see what turn the manager picks for that one. I just hope and hope and pray that he, he takes into account the best performances we've had so far in the uh, the whole season of being in the cup competitions where we've been let off the leash and um, yeah I think well, four, two 4-0 four wins and one 5-0 win so you know you can't really argue with that in three games and um, we really need to translate that onto the pitch and, uh, for Premier League matches as well so in the um upcoming match I really hope that we um, play Bellerin and Tierney as well because after that they've got the international break um, to recover and um, I really hope we play Rob Holding as well um, ideally with Chambers in my opinion because um, both Rob Holding and David Luiz are both left sided centre backs so one of them would have to play in a position that they don't uh, prefer. So I really do think that um, Chambers and Holding would be a, a really good partnership. Um, but we both know, me and you listener, that Xhaka will be picked, Socrates will be picked alongside David Luiz because that's what he does in the Premier League and it's just so very disappointing. So... Um, that's what I'm expecting um, come Sunday but we'll see I guess let's give him the benefit of the doubt until it, uh, it actually happens So, on Wednesday, I've got an excellent edition coming up of the You Can Be The Star show on the YouTube channel. Really, really excited about this one. Um, I've got a great guest, someone that probably was, you know, well, two people actually that are very much inspirational for me to want to start doing um, podcasts. The first one being the brilliant Elliot Smith aka Yankee Gunner, who you can block on Twitter, um, from the Arsenal Vision podcast. Um, cannot wait for him to be on the show. It's going to be a great, uh, great fun, that is. Also, the equally great Harry Simeu from the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. Um, really, really uh, appreciated all of Harry's help that he gave me with his advice to get started initially on the podcasting front so a big inspiration for me um been on the uh, chronicles of aguna phoning show several times as i made a episode of the podcast um out of those phone-ins 
So it's always been good fun, and um, can't wait for those two to be on the on the show with with me on Wednesday. Also, we've got the brilliant New Yorker, the mad New Yorker, Glenn, who's uh, Glenn Ditm on Twitter as well, and um, haven't spoken to him for a while. So really looking forward to the. Uh, the show coming up and also please stay tuned for an excellent edition of the crack of dawn as well we have a good laugh um, playing some games on uh, google sounds a bit weird it is weird so i hope you enjoy that as well so that's coming up right after this short break Now it's time for what you've all been waiting for, the crack of dawn. With dawn. Obviously. Welcome to another crack of dawn. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. All good. Good to be back anyway. Been a while now since we recorded one. It has. I was just trying to think what's happened since then. I've just had a flash of memory of one thing that I've done. What's that? Um, went up to my old school, um, took my son up for like an open evening and I'm just thinking about all the memories that come flooding back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kissing behind the bike sheds, having a cheeky bag. Well, yeah, I did that. All Getting that. your old, um, what was it when you were a kid? The impulse spray to spray oh, all yeah. over you so you don't get sniffed. Smell of like bags. bags, yeah. Sniffing a bit of glue. I didn't sniff glue, no. <laughs> did have a go on an aerosol once or twice, but not glue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so you stopped that. Well. Oh, no, didn't you tell me there was a teacher as well that, that had only just left that taught you when she Yeah, was yeah, Mrs. Rowley, um, the lady who was doing the interview, like the interview, like the head teacher who was stood at the top doing the talk, should I say, not the interview. Um, yeah, she was saying that Mrs. Rowley had taught her as well, although I didn't recognise who the head teacher was. Um, but yeah, she had taught me as well 30 odd years ago, so. And she was old uh, then. Well, she was about, she was 40 odd, I bet. So she got to have been like working up until she was like 75. And it was Ooh. only when a student told her that she'd taught her grandma that she said, right, that's it, I'm done, I'm leaving. Unbelievable. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, but that what you just said about snogging behind the bike shed. I actually had my first snog when the, the head teacher, she said, oh, maybe some of you came to this school as well and you've got memories about being in this school hall. I thought, ah, oh, I can remember dancing to Tiffany. And um, Yaz, yeah, I think we're alone now. And then Yaz and the plastic population, the only way is up. And had my first snog with a, a young lad called Scott Hinks. Wonder what he's doing now. 
Oh well. Don't know. Don't know. Um, yeah, and also <clears> I think he was sniffing glue and I, aerosols. I don't know if he was sniffing glue or not, but I oh, can you also remember telling Kirby before we got up there, um, oh, ages ago, that I jumped off the stage and I've got like a row of all the chairs and everything in front of the stage and I jumped off the stage thinking I was really cool and got my foot caught on one of the backs of the chairs and just like went sliding straight across the <laughs> hall thing. Yeah, so that was... Uh, Doing a fame. Fame! Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a thing that I saw on Twitter, just changing the subject. Okay, that's fine. That's what um, we There's another one of your favourites, AFC Bam, retweeted right. this tweet saying, by Muriel, which is at Muriel Myers, if you were cryogenically frozen and woken up in a hundred years in the future, what's the first thing you would ask? And Bam, of course, he put something, he put, um, do they still sell Heinz ravioli? Mm-hmm. I would say Tottenham have still not won anything, I presume, I suppose. What would you, what would be your question? Is Deirdre Barlow still in Coronation Street? Not that I even watch telly at all, let alone Coronation Street, but she seems to have been in it for ages. Maybe she's dead. She's died about five years ago in real life. Oh, well, that's fucked that, doesn't it? Maybe she's been cryogenically frozen as well. (laughs) And she's actually come back. Sorry about that. Rest in peace there, old Deirdre's. Well, I have to think of another question now, won't I? See, I'm not even up on who's done. I didn't even know Saddam Hussein had been captured until about 18 months later. Honestly, I hadn't. Has he even been captured? I thought he'd been captured. He was down a hole. Yeah, he No, that's not Saddam Hussein. Yeah, was that then? That was... um, Bin Laden. Bin Laden, yeah. He weren't down a hole. That was Saddam... Was he? I thought yeah. he were off in the hills somewhere. No, that's been How the hell are we talking about Saddam Hussein and Bin Laden anyway? Um, anyway, yes, what would I ask in a hundred years then? Hmm. I would say... Have they still got skeggy donkeys? Can I have 50 grams of amber leaf, please? And some mm. menthol tips. I'll be gasping for a fag after a hundred years. I doubt you. I doubt you'd even remember you smoked after a hundred years, babe. Of course it would, because your mind would be frozen, so you'd be oh, like the same, so. same day you'd woke up. A bit like um, Wesley Snipes in that film I was telling you about the other day. Was Wesley Snipes the goodie? Or was, yes, Sylvester oh, yeah, Stone was the goodie, they woke him up, and Wesley Snipes was the bad egg. And that thing with Sandra Bullock also, but I still got Demolition Man, that's the one. Oh. I've never seen that, I don't think. Mm. What about a bit like Quantum Leap? Mm. Um, what was that other thing? You, that you, the first thing you'd ask, well, you suppose you'd have been, would have been told that you've been cryogenically frozen for a hundred years. I don't know what. I'd, well, you'd, I'd ask, um, are there flying cars? Whereabouts are my kids? My kids would probably be no longer with us, unfortunately. Hmm. Hmm. Let's get a bit too in, too deep, anyway. Yeah. I'd stick with the Tottenham question. Oh. <clears throat> and then the other thing was another one that um, he posted was start typing a text with the word really and use your predictive text and see what it comes up with right so what have you got then <clears throat> I've got really good thanks for the birthday message and thanks for the message it is appreciated and i will certainly keep the email in the post soon as possible 
to get the information required apart from the actual receipts for my work is going to be able to come over and help out of recycled materials and help you with your requirements to, un to ensure that you have a better understanding of what you are doing today. Oh, well, that's interesting, hmm. I think. Um, mine came out as, really sorry to have to let you know that you're not going to it yet again. I'll let you know if you're available tomorrow night and then come whenever and then come over and pick you guys off and then come over to pick him up or something. Ah, I don't know what I want, but I just want to come. Mm, that's good. Mm. High glass bit. Yes. Well, <coughs> <laughs> um, then I thought we could have a quick game of something. Okay. On... Google Play. Okay. Well, not Google Play. Hello, Google. Let's play a game. Hey, from Dial Square. How can I help? Let's play a game. Okay. Getting Mad Libs. Do you think we need to do a little bit of talking? This is now? Mad Libs, the it's world's greatest word game. game. I'll ask for some words and we'll make a story. Do you want to pick up where you left off? Yes. All right. I need an adjective. Filthy. I need a plural noun. Breasts. I need a noun. Milkshake. Thank you, sir. How about something alive, plural? False legs. Twelve words left. Give me a vehicle. A scooter. How about a plural noun? Dildos. Tell me a celebrity female. Janet Street Porter. I need a celebrity male. Bill Oddie. Halfway done. Tell me a type of food. Cream egg. I need something alive, plural. Prostitutes. <laughs> Did that go on? Hmm. Oh. It's taken a while. I know. We need to talk in between. I know. I'll just Come on then, my, Google. Tell you my quick joke about John Street Porter that you're reminding me. She walked into a bar and she said, could I have a large aperitif? A large, aperitif. Yes, aperitif. A large a large, aperitif. A large aperitif. And the bartender says, no love, I doubt it. I don't think that's possible. Or something like that, I... Oh, yeah. there we go. Hey. Say an occupation. Prostitute. So the prostitute was prostituting. Oh. How about a plural noun? Vaginas. That makes 12. Give me a plural noun. 
handbags. How about a verb ending in ing? Wanking. Uh-huh. Tell me a type of sport. There's only one sport, football. And finally, I need a plural noun. Dildos. Now, let's listen to nice. the story. Time to read it. The title is Computers Are Cool. Can you believe all of the filthy things you can do on a computer? You can find out anything, from where to buy the latest breasts to how to make a delicious milkshake. I love to use my computer to find out cool facts like how many false legs live in the ocean, to tips on how to ride my cooler scooter. My older sister loves to surf the web to find out how to paint her dildos and to learn the latest gossip on Janet Street Porter and Bill Oddie. My mom likes to use the computer too. She loves to find recipes for her favorite cream egg or how to grow beautiful prostitutes for our garden. <laughs> but my dad uses the computer more than all of us put together. Since he's a prostitute, he finds it useful to make vaginas to keep track of how many handbags his company is wanking. <laughs> but sometimes I catch him looking up the scores of his favorite there's only one sport football team, the dildos. <laughs> that was a fun story. Do you want to play story. again? Yes. yes, let's play a game. Sounds good. You can play another story from this book or you can try a different one. Which would you like? It's time to get creative. This story needs seven words. Here it comes. Tell me a plural noun. Hot potatoes. Uh-huh. How about a verb? Hang. Give me a part of the body plural. Nipples. I thought this was my go. You're just Sorry. shouting rude words into it. Nipples. Horse <laughs> <Or> nipples. <laughs> How about a verb? Choke. We're halfway done. Tell me a noun. Cochrane. <laughs> Not Cochrane. Oh, Cochrane. That like Eddie Cochrane. How about a plural noun? Nipple clamps. All plants. All plants. What's that? Last one. I need a silly word. Google schnockers. Not Google sneakers. Well done. Here it comes. The title of this mad this lib is this Sleepwalking. Sleepwalking is a phenomenon that a surprising number of hot potatoes experience. Usually, sleepwalkers climb out of their beds and begin to hang with their horse nipples tightly shut. <laughs> Sometimes they choke outdoors, wearing only their pajamas. And it's not uncommon for sleepwalkers to raid the Cochrane and eat lots of all plants. What's truly amazing is that they don't remember a thing the following morning. They'll open the fridge and say, Google sneakers, where did all the food go? They may never know. That was a lot of fun. Do you want to do another Mad Lib? Yes, one more. 
Should we do one more? Sounds good. You can play another story from this book, or you can try a different one. Which would you like? Here we go. <clears throat> Put on your thinking cap. This tale takes fifteen words. First word. Tell me an adjective. Farty. Not party. Hmm. Give me a verb. Wank. No. No. Wank. Wank. Wank bank. Still thinking. Any verb will do. Wank. How about a noun? Taco. <laughs> Where's that one come from? <sighs> Tell me a number. Sixty-nine. <sighs> Eleven words to go. Say an adjective. Smelly. How about a part of the body plural? Penises. How about the name of a male person in the room? Rusty nail. How about the name of a male person in the room? Carlo Ancelotti. Halfway done. How about a celebrity male? Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Give me a verb. Oh fuck. Alf, fuck. Give me an exclamation. Bollocks. Oh, bollocks, huh? Give me a verb past tense. Wanked. Wanked. Fanny farted. <laughs> Three words to go. How about an adjective? Pooey. Say an adjective. Creamy. Last word. Tell me an adjective. Sparkling. Right, let's see what this story is going to be like. Time to read it. The title is A Rockin' Night. I got to see my favourite band, the Party Boys, wank live in concert tonight. <laughs> I won two front row tickets by calling into the local radio taco and being caller number 69. I couldn't believe my smelly luck, so my best friend and I arrived at the sold-out show and screamed our penises off when the band stepped on stage. We danced and sang along while Rusty Nail, Carlo Ancelotti, and Jimmy Savile rocked out only 10 feet in front of us. <laughs> then, during my favorite song, Girl, I Wanna Alf Fuck With You, the band pulled us up on stage bullocks. We wanked in front of the hot crowd and got to sing alongside the Pooey Boys. 
And that's not all. When the show was over, they asked us to be in their next creamy video. Uh, Can you believe cool. it? Me neither. It was the most sparkling night of my life. Fantastic. That was a fun story. Do it you really was a again? fun story. No, thank you. Thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We really need your help to spread the word about From Dar Square to Where. So if you haven't done so already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the From Dar Square to Where YouTube channel and hit the notification button so you never miss a live show. And finally, please tune in to the live shows. Don't forget, you can get the chance every week to be the star alongside Andrew and his great guests just for being the most entertaining viewer on the night. Thanks again and see you on the next episode. Bye!